had the pleasure of catching up with Clint Johnson at the Lakewood Mission Week in North Little Rock this past summer. Clint shared with me how he initially got involved with OMP as an adult community builder. Now he's held almost every position on the leadership team. Clint is so hooked on OMP that he actually uses half his vacation time each year to volunteer and he can't wait until his sons are old enough to start participating in mission weeks. Keep listening for lots of stories that Clint has to share. So tell me who you are and um, how you got involved with OMP. Uh, I'm Clint, Clint Johnson. Um, the, this, the role I'm filling at, at this mission week, I'm, uh, I guess I'm construction coordinator. Um, that was the original plan, kind of had a little medical mishap, so that, that plan has changed a little bit. But I've, um, I've been around the North Little Rock camp for four years, something like that now. And I've been to about four other camps, about eight years total with the organization. Um, I guess how I got first involved, I'm from Valonia. Um, I was I got got involved with our youth group, some helping them have chaperone to events, stuff like that. And uh, one of the youth, uh, Rebecca Watkins, who went went along to I remember yeah, her. Yeah, she yeah. Was, she was a college staffer at one point. Um, pestered me and pestered me and just would not leave me alone. And they finally got to the point as a lot of youth directors do that, like, hey, we need somebody where we can't go. And uh, Rebecca asked me, I finally told Rebecca, if I, if I go, will you leave me alone? So did you go as an adult community builder? Yes, so I was you, an adult community you builder. you had a family group and you stayed at one site with them right. all day long. Yep, yep. Okay. And I, I did that, for, I think, for three different three different years. So I've, I've, I've done the adult community builder thing, um, did that for a couple of years. I was a toolkit coordinator one year at, at your camp at, at Rogers, I believe. Um, and then have been in the uh, construction coordinator role for a couple of years, did director role for one year. And I really figured out like, I could do director, but I'm better at the CC role. Okay. So did you have the construction skills and different things like that before you were ever involved with Ozark Mission Project? I, I guess I did. I mean, I've never considered myself a carpenter. Um, my, my dad uh, worked his whole career at, in, a, in a factory of being a just a fix-it guy, like building, building, repairing big machines, um, all the way down to carpentry work. Uh, so a lot of that um, has kind of bled over to me of just me and Dad fixing stuff in the backyard my whole life. Okay, so what's what what's do you see as the biggest difference between being a construction coordinator and a tool coordinator? Um, the the tool coordinator isn't expected to know as much on the construction side. If if they do, it's great, but. Um, their really their their role is organizing the tools, making sure that the right tools get out to the right groups. Inventory, right, right, right. Organization more than anything. Really, um, they don't even know have to know how to use the tools. It's it's just the the person that's issuing the tools, basically working out of the, the the tool trailer. If they do know the construction side of things and can go to job sites during the day, that's great. But that's just a bonus. Okay, excellent. So with the construction coordinator, I mean, you really need to know. Um, the ins and outs of the the major issues like with constructing a wheelchair ramp or so right. so how do you manage that job during the day what does your day look like as a construction coordinator well I guess we can start with with the pre-mission week all the planning work beforehand um, so uh, typically we'll walk into camp with applications and the construction coordinator will go with the college staffer 
to those first visits to look at the site for one, determine if a wheelchair ramp is possible to be built um, and then help the college staff for plan that project down, down to the lumber order, the drawing and everything. And then during mission week after, after the community builders show up, um, we're kind of overseeing the technical side of that project. The college staffers is overseeing the human dimension side of the project. And we're looking at the technical side to make sure that the ramp is being built correctly, um, that we're, we're following protocol or ADA guidelines and making sure that um, all the supplies and everything are where they're supposed to be. Did, had you ever built a wheelchair ramp before you came to I, an OMP mission I had week? not, no. I mean, I'd, I'd built, you know, I've worked on decks and stuff like that. So that's, it's transferable, but no, I never built a wheelchair ramp until my first wheelchair ramp. So how did you know going onto an OMP job site, how to build a wheelchair ramp? That was a big learning curve for me. I mean, I, I knew how to cut a board and swing a hammer. You know, back, back then we used hammers, right? Yes. Hammers and nails. Um, but I really leaned on um, one of the kids in my group that had been to OMP before to, to show me how to actually build the ramp as well as the uh, quick start guide was a big help. What, now, what's a quick start guide for, uh, so, for our listeners yeah, who don't so know? Quick start guide, it's a one, two, three page, something like that document um, that's got all the measurements uh, for a standard uh, eight foot wheelchair ramp frame and uh, our standard um, landings, which are five foot by five foot and five foot by eight foot. So all the measurements for that, kind of what you do, step by step process of how to put those together, um, what it looks like to put up the post, how deep to bury post, when to bury post, when not to bury post, and then uh, the standards for handrails and bumpers. So if you can read a quick start guide and follow directions, yes, and then you maybe have somebody walk along with you maybe once, right. you really can do a wheelchair ramp even if you have no experience. Because, oh yeah, absolutely. Because you have other people coming around you to come into the camp and to the work site and show you the harder things that might have to be done. And then eventually you learned how to do that. And so. Right. I, I was fortunate that I did have a youth on my first, first trip um, that had built wheelchair ramps before, but that's really not even necessary because you've got the support of the college staffer who's been trained and the construction staff that, that know what they're doing. And typically as we build our family groups, if we have a, an adult community builder come in who has no experience, we're going to try to put with them a camper or a community builder who does have experience right because it's amazing what we can learn from our youth yep. I, we've got youth who you know now that they're in college and have been to you know double digit camps i would let them put a deck on my house Absolutely. without question yeah i mean they could do it you know even like my daughter who's 21 i would totally trust her and her friends to build something like that because they've been to so many um omp mission weeks absolutely so and even even groups that have zero experience I'll take enthusiasm over skill any day of the week. Every time. Yeah. Every day. Every day. Because they want to learn and right. they want to get it done and they want to please their neighbor. Exactly. So um, what uh, what advice would you give to people who maybe um, youth groups who've never been to Ozark Mission Project? What do they need to do in order to get ready to go? You really need to bring somebody in that's been. Um, so our, our construction staff can help with that. We, we don't mind going out to, to a church that's never been uh, with us before to, to go and, and do that tool training. I think OMP staff as well is willing to do that. So reach out to us somehow and, and uh, we, we, can, we can help get you over that learning curve to set up a workshop for you maybe on a Sunday afternoon maybe with your youth. Excellent. So what, um, 
share with me a really fond memory you have about a camp that you've been at or a mission week. Um, a lot of people have all heard the story. So my second camp was at um, Hot Springs. Uh, Daniel Curry mm -hmm. was my uh, major group leader, and we built a 50-some-odd-foot enormous ramp for Miss Johnny. Um, Miss Johnny, a very, very sweet lady, um, uh, lived in a very bad situation and depended on um, Meals on Wheels. That was her, the only meal that she ate a day. And her Meals on Wheels driver found her laying on the ground beside her rickety steps um she she said she, she was just waiting to die basically she just had accepted that this was the end and this this guy showed up helped her to her feet got her got her back in the house and uh, and she was fine and he connected her with those art mission projects so we had the honor of building her a ramp um i'm gonna tear up at some point saying this um so Miss Johnny, every time we pulled up to the job site, she was sitting in a long chair beside beside that rickety little porch. But it, it wasn't, wasn't there for very long. We started got to build, demo building it. the route. Right? It, the demo on that didn't take very long. Uh, we put a roof on her uh, on her landing. Uh, so a after the roof was up, she was she was up on on her new porch uh, drinking sweet tea every time we got there. Uh, so our our um, ramp took off took off from that porch. It was in a it's a mobile home, so it was you know. Pretty high off the ground on a hill, of course. Uh, there always are. Um, so made a long run, uh, five by eight laning. Made a switchback, 180 degree switchback, and um, um, another 20 something foot to, to get to ground. So that was that was a big ramp. At, at that time, mission weeks was, were five days, and it was every bit of five of days. All five days. And that was the last year, I believe, of hammer swinging for us. So we were we were still building with hammers and nails. At that and point. yeah, fifty feet. That's a that is a substantial ramp. And to do, I remember the hammer swinging days. Mm -hmm. And you know, by the end of day two, you were so sore yep. <laughs> from swinging that hammer. Drove a lot of nails. That yeah. Way. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Until you figured out how to really the technique for swinging a hang, hammer without hurting yourself. Right. That, that's not something <laughs> I do in my everyday life. So right. It, you know, it, it was a learning curve every year going going back to OMP of learning how to drive a nail again. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And another thing I remember about Miss Johnny, um, we, we didn't like her ricky little chair that, that she was sitting in, so we went and bought her a new rocking chair. Uh, we made her um, uh, some furniture, tables, and stuff to go on this wheelchair ramp. So we really, really spruced the place up for That's her. awesome. That's awesome. Um, do you know if anybody's ever gone back to Miss Johnny's? Yeah, Daniel Daniel drives by every now and then when, when he's in town. and Kind of inspects the yeah. ramp, making sure it's still good. The ramp's still there, yeah. Awesome. That's good. Good quality work Absolutely. by Ozark Mission Project Community Builders. So um, what's your favorite meal at OMP? Uh, cooked by the cooks or otherwise? Uh, either one. Okay. So we've got a tradition out of the North Little Rock camp in Carrie, now you're part of, of this tradition of going to J&J's Diner. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the leadership team, um, last day of Mission Week, goes and enjoys some soul food cooking. Um, so that that's one of my favorite parts of the week. Okay. What's your um, what's your favorite job? So you've been a, an adult community builder. Mm -hmm. You've been tool coordinator, construction coordinator, and director. So you have done almost everything except like program staff yeah. maybe you haven't done. Uh, i'm not gifted and <laughs> i'm not a creative staff. person <laughs> so um what of those do you think you are best suited for uh well we answer this in two ways my the one i enjoyed most was adult community builder by far 
of having that relationship with the neighbor, with the youth. What I think I'm most gifted at is construction coordinator. Um, it's not a, as fun of a job. It's a lot harder job. It's a lot more late nights. You don't get them as, as much sleep. There's a lot more stress because the whole camp's depending on you. But I've, but I've got that gift, so I've, I've got to use it, right? Right. But. Although I will say, I mean, I've been an adult community builder and I've been a director. And um, I'm with you on the really getting to build a relationship with a certain group of kids mm-hmm. and maybe one or two neighbors. Um, but then on the director side of it, I have sort of more freedom to move from place to place to see more projects right. and more kids and more neighbors and have a little bit of adult ADD. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I kind of enjoy getting right. to move from place to place. You see all the projects. Um, get to see in everything. So. And, you're, and you're still building relationships yes. because the, the leadership team is like your family group. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, okay. Is there anything that I haven't asked you that you'd like to... To tell people about those art mission project. What does it mean? What like compare the like the youth coming in the first day and the youth leaving? I mean, I think that people need to kind of see that transformation yeah. or that evolution uh, from the beginning of the week to the end of the week. Well, it's kind of like your first day of school. You know, being in new classes, you're it's awkward. You don't know what it's going to be like. You don't know who your friends are going to be. You got to get to know all these people. And throughout that week, you, you've been through something significant. You've, you've had uh, memorable moments with these people. So the, the kids never want to leave. Like, they, you know, they don't want to leave home. And then they, they get there, and now they don't want to go home. They don't want to leave their, their friends that they've made. There, there's always tears. Right. Oh, yeah. So t- I'm interviewing you on a Thursday, mm-hmm. which is the, the last night of camp, the last worship. And um, every last worship is emotional. Absolutely. And we will have kids in tears and they don't mm-hmm. want to go home. And now I'm going to get teary. <laughs> They're going to have, I mean, they have that emotional um, connection with each other and with their neighbor and with uh, their friends that they made at, at Mission Week. And and they really leave um, kind of reconstructing their relationship with their community, yeah. with neighbor, with God. And, and how to be the hands and feet of Christ outside of a mission week. Yeah. That, I mean, that's the way I feel. The reason I come is, is on a personal level to fill my own cup. This is my recharge. And, you know, now in 2022, it's been three years since I've had a, a full battery recharge. And I'm, I'm feeling it spiritually. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm good now, but, I, you know, I was struggling until, you know, last week. Um, but it, this is something that I need. Um, it's, it's fortunate that I've, I've got a gift that I can share and I can have an impact, but I'd be, I'd be coming here no matter what I'd, I'd find a way to come. I really wish that I'd found this as a youth. Oh, I, I didn't. I found it as an adult. I'm this glad that I did. OMP started the year that I graduated high school. So yeah. I was never right able to do anything like that. I didn't know anything about it until yeah. I started working for the church. And then it was, and I went as an adult community builder and was just like, how do I get this to, to my church? Absolutely. How do I get this to my community? Yeah. The the church that I, I grew up in, in a Methodist church, but our church didn't, uh, didn't it was a little too small to have a very active youth group. Uh, so we didn't do OMP. I'd heard of it, but didn't know what it was. And, you know, growing up in the church, I knew what being a Christian was. I read the Bible. I heard the sermons, but I didn't know what it looked like, if that makes sense. I didn't know how to do it. Um, 
I just I kind of knew the formula, I knew the recipe, but I didn't know how to how to cook. And when I went to OMP the first time, it's like I got it now. How old were you? Uh, she 20, 25 or so, I guess. Okay, yeah. so still you're still a young man. Yeah, but yeah, you were you were young when when you first went. A few more gray hairs now than yeah. I, than I did. Then. Yeah. So um, so Jim Linderman was my pastor. Uh, worked with him for several years on staff at at Central, and he used to use the term. Um, putting skin on God. Mm-hmm. This is an example yeah. of that. Putting skin on God. Absolutely. What would you, um, why would you tell people it's important for teenagers to be involved in this kind of mission work? Well, j- just, just like it, it was for me, you know, growing up in the church and hearing all the right answers and, and, hearing what you're supposed to do as a Christian, we don't have that many opportunities to go do it where you're, um, well, there's, there's opportunities every day to act like Christ, obviously, but to, to come here and be immersed in it, you know, you're, you're leaving your normal life behind, shutting off from the whole world and your whole world is here for a week. And that's all, you know, You, you, you don't, you know, you, you hear, you hear people talk about, um, working with youth and they assume that we'd have to, you know, yank the cell phones out of their hands. You don't see that here. They don't, they don't have time to think about it because they've got so much going on right in front of them. That's so exciting that they, they just don't pick the phone up. So that, I think that that's critical for, for youth to have a place where all youth can go, no matter what their faith background, no matter what's going on in their life, that they can go and see what Jesus looks like and see what a life of faith looks like and get to live that for a week. Right. So how do they, um, how does that translate to the real world? Well, you start looking at people differently after you've been, I don't want to say forced, but uh, been, been put in a situation where you've got to get to know somebody that you otherwise wouldn't have known. And that may be another kid in your family group, or that may be a neighbor from a different place in the state, a different ethnic background, different socioeconomic background from you and getting to know that person and seeing seeing them for more than skin values more than face you know face values more than skin deep um you start to look at all people a little bit differently and look for your common interest so tell us clint um what do you do uh, in your everyday job um uh, so my job i'm a wildlife biologist with arkansas game and fish commission so i manage uh, manages land for wildlife habitat. So um, everybody's like, your next question is like, what does that mean? Right? <laughs> yeah, so, what does that mean? Um, the, the lighting stuff on fire and killing stuff. So that's it's a great job. So uh, in, order, ma- in order to make it thrive. In order to make it thrive. Right, right. So prescribed fire is a big part of that. Um, managing for, for healthy uh, forests. So a lot of uh, forest management, which means harvesting trees and making sure we have the right trees in the ground and and uh, planting the right, controlling the wrong plants and planting the right plants and that sort of thing. Um, caring for creation. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's the, the calling that I feel in my life. In, in addition to OMP, that's something I get to do every day. And luckily somebody pays me to do it, which is great. Right. Well, but, OMP, we're also caring for creation. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, and, and ironically, my, my everyday job of teaching people teaching um, people to own land how to how to care how to care for it 
carries over to OMP. So I can take a doctor and teach him all the forest ecology necessary for him to manage his property. That's not that much different from taking a teenager and teaching her to the, the construction skills to build a wheelchair ramp. It's teaching teaching a complicated skill to somebody who doesn't know anything about it. So it's something I can carry over from one part of my life to another. And so your employer mm-hmm. uh, is at the state of Arkansas? Yes. Okay, so how do you get the time that you need to take for Ozark Mission Project? This is half of my vacation time per year. Okay, so you, you electively yes. give up. A week and a half. A week and a half day. of vacation, yes. so that you can do volunteer for Ozark Mission Project. Absolutely, that's wonderful. That's awesome. I've heard that a lot of companies actually now are um, granting their employees um, like forty hours right. of time to volunteer. Mm-hmm. Which I've always said to adults: just go ask your company if yeah. if they would let you do that if they know you're volunteering. So, so yeah, to to actually give up half your time. How's your family feel about that? Uh, they know I'm going to go. <laughs> it's not a choice. <laughs> right, right. Um, so my, my wife's excited to, to get in this. So, you know, our kids have been too young to go. But, you know, with, I've got a 10-year-old and a 7-year-old. A uh, 10-year-old will go to camp uh, mission week next year. And a 7, 7-year-old will, will go in a few years. So we'll, we'll be an OMP family before too long. That's awesome. So will the 7-year-old, well... Probably not yet. In a couple of years, mm-hmm. we'll actually be able to go to OMP 101. 101. Right, so right, you, right. We let them do that. Absolutely. And, yeah, my 10 year old Mitchell, he's gone to OMP 1. This will be his second year. At, oh, at okay. So the older one is already in OMP yeah, yeah, 101. Yeah, he went last year. Yeah. Yeah. So do they go to Little Rock and stay someplace? Or do, no, they, do they commute back and forth? We live in Bologna, so we're close, close enough, enough to yeah, bring him in. So I, uh, my wife's a teacher, luckily enough. She, she, you know, she was off for most of the summer. So she brought him. She had, she had a workshop or something. Um, one of those days, so I took off of work and brought him in, and um, it was at Plasky Heights, and they, they, they had 101 and a regular mission week, you know, high school mission week going on. Mm-hmm. So what do you think happened? They saw me walk in, and I got snagged to go to, to a, go job, to a site. job site. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> going and helping get a wheelchair ramp started. Oh, and that's then, funny. Then I'm like, guys, I got to go because I got to go pick Mitchell up because he's done. So, yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Oh, very funny. I, well, once, once, it gets out that you have certain skills, you you get asked to come back right. for sure, for sure. And Mitchell was so surprised when I walked in to his OMP 101 that I knew everybody. He's like, Daddy, how do you know all these people? You're like, remember all those stories I tell? Right. These are the people I'm talking yeah. about. These are the jobs that I'm talking about. So, so will you try to be on the staff where he is going to OMP? I've thought about that a lot. I, I think not. So I, I think he needs to go with our youth to a different camp, at least for the first year, to, to see what that's like without me being there. Right. And I totally understand because, you know, my kids, it was, you know, that's Logan's mom. Right. Or, oh, you're Karen's daughter mm-hmm. or you're Karen's son. Yeah. <laughs> so... We kind of had an opportunity for them to go to different places. Uh, and then they were wanting to go to multiple camps mm-hmm. every summer. Well, especially Logan, my daughter. She she wanted to go to multiple camps every summer until she could become a college staffer. So, I mean, what do you do when your kid goes, I want to go to 
I don't want to go to the beach. Right. I want to go to Malvern. Yeah, you're not going to say no to that. <laughs> you're not going to say no. I want to go build wheelchair ramps in uh, in Pine Bluff or in Paragold or wherever. So, anyway. All right, well, Clint, thank you for agreeing to um, sit with me and talk for a minute. Yeah, I know no that problem. you and the tool coordinator were getting ready to start checking tools off because yeah. it's the end of the week yep, and you've got to make, make sure everything has been returned and is not under a car seat somewhere. So thank you for giving me your time. You're I appreciate very you. Welcome.